Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? You beautiful people, you beautiful, sexy music lovers, podcast listening motherfuckers. It's uh, Howie Spangler, Tales from the Green Room, episode number 30 fun, baby, 30 fun. Uh, today is the final track by track for Detonate. Um, I'm a little sad. I'm a lot happy. Um, we're finally here. That's what this means. We're finally here. Tonight at midnight, the brand new Ballyhoo record, Detonate, will drop. And sometimes if you pre-order, it comes like at like 11 or sometime in the 11 o'clock hour. So I'm not saying it's going to, but it's happened. It's happened in the past. So uh, maybe you want to do that. That's all I'm saying. Uh, please get your pre-order in. Get your pre-save in if you haven't done that already. Uh, it's It all helps the band. Um, the more pre-saves, the more pre-orders, uh, the higher the band is going to rank on the charts on iTunes and Spotify uh, and for Spotify the more the more likely we can end up on some playlists and things and, and playlists are just they're just everything for, for an independent artist these days they really make the difference and the more playlists we can get on uh, the better you know but before we get to that I just want to take a second to thank the sponsors of the show that is you uh Thank you so much to anyone and everyone that's been supporting the podcast. Uh, if you're interested, you can hit the go to talesfromthegreenroom.com and hit support the podcast button there. Uh, you can choose a tier, 99 cents, 4.99, or 9.99 a month. Uh, you can cancel anytime. Uh, everybody that's been doing that, thank you so much. Uh, it really means a lot. Um, I want to be able to keep doing these more often and making the production value better for you. And um, I'm going to be. I'm also, I've been working on the, uh, the vlogs and the YouTube channel as well, trying to build that. Um, so it just, it just really helps. I thank you so much. It really, what, what the money does, it, it goes to, um, paying for like administration fees, like paying for the website and all things like that. Um, so just thank you very much. It, it really, it really helps out. Uh, Ballyhoo is, uh, going on tour for the fall and, uh, for the first four shows, we're actually doing uh, some headliner stuff. Uh, we're playing tomorrow, Friday, uh, September 28th. We're going to be at um, Nelson Ledges in Garrettsville, Ohio with Badfish. Uh, that, that place is pretty rad, I've heard. Um, so I think we play at 7 o'clock or 7.30. I think that's what it was. Um, maybe uh, Badfish website might have more information. It's, the, it's their thing. Uh, but should be a lot of fun. And it's record release day, which is rad. So that's going to be a, a good time. Um, and then... Uh, <clears throat> Saturday, we're going to be in Toledo, Ohio at the Ottawa Tavern. Sunday, we're going to be in St. Louis at Delmar Hall. And then on Tuesday, October 2nd, October 2nd, we'll be at uh, the Fox Theater in Boulder. Um, so make sure you um, grab tickets for all that. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody on the, on the, sh on the shows and everything. Uh, October 4th, we're going to be in California. So like a week from today, we'll be in California. It's so crazy. We're driving across country for this. Um, yeah, so a week from today, October 4th, we're going to be in Santa Cruz, California with uh, Real Big Fish and We Are The Union. It's the uh, the first of many shows with those those guys this fall. And it's the Tickle My Tiki Torch. Tickle My Tiki Torch. See what they did there? I love those guys, man. Aaron's, Aaron's really smart. Um, so those will be a lot of fun. They're going to play. Uh, we got a, we got a brand-new record. Uh new songs, new punk rock, like heavy record. Like it's going to be awesome to go out with a record like this on this kind of tour. 
Um, so look at the dates, ballyhurocks.com slash tour. Uh, get tickets. Come hang out with us. We can't wait to see everybody. And come by the merch table and say hello. We, we, we get out there every night after the set and just try to meet everybody and high fives and um, hugs and, you know, if you want to bring us snacks, that's cool too. Uh, so, hey, let's get into it, man. Mind Over Matter we're talking about today for the final detonate track by track series tales from the green room let's go all right man uh mind over matter so this one um i wanted to save it for last on the record uh because i guess of the message and I like to close out our albums with, um, I guess, meaningful sort of, I don't know, something like positivity, I guess, a positive message whenever possible. And this one is probably the most, uh, the most positive sort of uplifting kind of songs lyrically, um, musically, it's got the vibe, you know, um, and this one was called, uh, the, the working title for this was called, uh, it was No More Coffee, is what it was called. Um, I don't know why. I, I give our demos really silly names. Um, so it was called No More Coffee for a while before I named it after I wrote the lyrics and everything. Because I, I didn't have lyrics. I, I, just, uh, I just had the melody and we had the music. Um, I actually wrote this, uh, wrote the, this song for um, the music. I wrote the music for... Uh, for Rome from Sublime, um, Sublime with Rome, uh, sent it over to him and he, he really dug it, but he never used it. So I hit him up again and I was like, yo dude. So I recorded that track that I sent you cause I didn't hear back. So, and he's like, Oh yeah, dude, no worries. Go for it. <laughs> so, um, that's funny. I did that with Maryland summer. If you heard the Maryland summer episode, I did the same thing with uh Gabo from Fayuka. wrote a song for him. And then months later, I'm like, dude, I recorded it. I hope it's cool. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and I knew that it was going to be something uh, inspiring or, you know, uplifting, positive. You know, I knew it was going to be something like that um, just because of the melody. So the melody, when I write songs, the melody really um, sort of pushes the direction lyrically for me. Like, it's just when it feels a certain way, I, that's when I can, I can kind of start writing to that, you know, and you just start mumbling some words and saying some things. And so you finally kind of get a, a basic concept and then you just start building around it, you know, and I was jumping all over the place um, when I was doing the demo for this. Like I had the, I had all the music. I, we came home after the session, had all the music recorded and uh, got back to my studio, started messing with it. And I think I started with the chorus first um, I think building around a chorus is probably the way to go uh, as a songwriter, for, for me anyway, um, because the, the chorus is like the sort of the sum of what you're trying to say, right? And then the verses are like the story, like um, different pieces of the puzzle like that, that eventually add up to the chorus, right? Um, and then you have your bridge, which is like sort of a, another way to tell the story so it's not quite a chorus it's not quite a verse it's it's like <clears throat> it's just sort of a like an offshoot 
a, a different angle or something, a different perspective of the um, of the rest of the story, and then it comes back to the chorus. You know, usually, and that's how I structure a lot of my stuff. Um, so anyway, uh, the chorus goes like this: It's a uh, all these years I've been climbing the ladder to greatness. I'll fight to be happy tonight. Holding steady, it's mind over matter. Be gracious and shameless. Give more than I take. So uh, what I'm saying there is pretty self-explanatory. The first line, all these years I've been climbing the ladder to greatness. I'll fight to be happy tonight. So it's my entire life. I have had this dream of living uh, living a life that on the path less traveled, like, you know, an, an artistic, an artistic career. And, um, it's been really hard because when you don't, when you don't fit into the cookie cutter lifestyle, the, like when you don't live in the sandbox, I, I remember from a young age thinking like, I don't ever want to do any of this. I don't want to go to college. I don't want to have a job like a working for someone else, like getting yelled at by a boss or being having, you know, being late for work and being in trouble. And I don't know. I just, I never wanted to do any of that. And as soon as I got out of high school, I was like, fuck yes, I'm done. Like I ended up doing a, a, I think two semesters at a a community college at a Hartford community college over here, but only because of my mom. Like she was like really worried about me, you know? (laughs) And so I, I was like, all right, I'll go do it. I'll do it. All right. But it's going to be something like kind of what I want to do. Like I ended up going for, uh, I think I was going for like broadcasting or something. Um, so I had like a communications class and speech and things like that. Um, speech was actually a lot of fun. I had had a lot of fun in speech class and I don't feel like I'm a great speaker. Like when I talk to people, like in conversation, I feel like the dumbest person in the room. Like it's weird. I don't know. I feel like I can't explain it. Do, do any of you feel like this? Um, like where you feel like you're, you don't know how to chit chat. Like you feel like you're sort of awkward and just making it weird. I don't know. I always feel like that when I, when I talk to people, I try to get in and get out. <laughs> so if I try to like get away from you, if you meet me, like it's not that I, it, you know, I'm trying to be a dick or anything. I'm just like, I just don't want to I don't want you to leave the conversation and be like, that guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, Howie, man, that dude's a great, great singer and all, but he's a fucking moron. Yeah, I don't, I don't want people thinking that. Um, so what the fuck was I talking about? Where did we go with this? Like, this is all, I'm going into like psych, psychological shit now. Um, <clears throat> I digress. Um, all the years I've been climbing the ladder to greatness, I'll fight. I have been fighting my whole life to um, reach, you know, the stars in, in, in air quotes. You can't see that. But uh, like I, I've just had this vision, this, this dream for myself, for my band, um, that I just want to live a different life and, um, and, and just be, I don't know, just have my, have my thoughts I don't know, public, I guess, out in the, out in the world and make a difference through art, whether it's music or, you know, drawing or doing these fucking things, podcasts or, you know, helping bands on my YouTube channel, like things like that. Um, 
And it's been really hard. It's not, it's not easy to do. And um, if you are living that lifestyle, like um, getting up and going to work and, and you feel happy, I mean, there's no, you know, that's great. I'm, I, I'm not here to judge at all. I just, I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to do that personally. I just felt like I, um, I feel like I can offer more. And I think most of us have something more to offer, but we're like too scared or something. We're too scared to, uh, to try to realize any dreams that we have. Um, you know, maybe some of you are really great cooks, but you don't know where to start. And it's just like, you could start a, you could just take your phone and like film yourself cooking and explaining shit and put it on YouTube. And you'd be amazed at like, you'd start getting followers and subscribers and people would be asking you questions and you comment back to them and you would grow this community. And, um, you know, that's just a small example, but I think that uh, a lot of us are just scared to, to try and venture out and think like, Oh my God, I'm not, um, what if I don't make any money or like, I got to support a family and things like that. But it's, you just got to take that extra step. And, and, and for me, I, I've been doing that my whole life. I, um, I made, I, I'm lucky in a way that like, if I had started this right now, um, I feel like Danielle would have thrown me out years ago. You know what I mean? Cause like it, it, it's a lot of work. And in the beginning there is like no money. There's, there's nothing. And you shouldn't be concerned with the money. You, you have to live, you have to live of course, but um, making money and trying to get rich, that, that's not how it works. But um, so I, I started this way before I had a family and, you know, uh, commitments and things that I had to do, you know, bills and stuff like that. Um, so I, got, I had a head start because I knew what I wanted to do from a very young age, 13, 14 years old. Um, but I wanted to do this since I was six, but it didn't really start to happen until I was like 13 or 14 when I picked up the guitar, finally. Um, so I've been in this fight all these years, um, and I'll fight to be happy tonight. And happiness to me is doing what, doing what I want to do, um, not having anyone to answer to, and making a living off of what I love. Those, that's, that's my happiness. So I'm going to fight to be happy. And I, it's day by day. I'll be, I'm fight to be happy tonight, you know, and then tomorrow night and the next night. You know, at the end of the day, what did I do? What have I done? Um, holding steady, it's mind over matter. Be gracious and shameless. Give more than I take. Uh, holding steady, it's mind over matter. I, I, like, you got to just keep pushing forward. You got to keep your head down. Put your blinders on. No distractions. Don't worry about what anyone else is saying about you. Um, you know, if there are people on the sidelines saying things like, look at this fucking guy. Look at this fucking girl. Like, they, they can't do this shit. They're never going to make that. That's because they hate themselves, right? You know what you want. Go fucking do it. And that, that's, that's what I've been doing, just straightforward. Uh, mind over matter. When shit gets heavy, when shit gets tough, you, you persevere. You push through no matter what. Um, be gracious and shameless. Uh, be gracious, like just put out a positive vibe. Be a good person. Don't shit on anyone. Be grateful for the things that you have and realize that it could be a lot worse. Don't be concerned with the things that you don't have. Just keep working, you know, keep eyes on the prize. Um, be gracious and shameless. Be, be shameless like 
don't worry about what people are saying. Get out there and do your thing, regardless of opinions, how people are going to perceive you, how you know people react. Like, just get out there and do what you want to do, as long as you're not hurting anyone. You know, if you've got something that you're chasing and you really want it, do what you got to do to get there. Put yourself on the path. You know, um, give more than I take. Uh, I try to, uh, I try to help people. Um, when I can, I try not to ask for things. Uh, I don't like to ask for things, um, except, you know, I'd always ask my dad for money for bills and things back in the day. (laughs) Right. Um, but I, I try to just, uh, be giving and provide rather than ask and take things, um, I don't like when people offer to do things for me. Uh, it just it makes me feel like I, I want to know that I can do it myself, and I don't want them thinking that I'm some kind of charity or some charity case. You know, I don't know. It's I guess that's a mental thing for me. Um, but just 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 try to be a good person, you know, and just do what you want to do, and be the best you possible. Um, okay, I'm beating a dead horse here. Um, so. Uh, the next part. Oh, wait, no, we're going to the verses. Okay, so that was the chorus there. That's kind of how it sums up the whole thing. Um, <clears throat> so we go to the verses, and uh, what I did here on the verses, what you'll hear is uh, I, I did kind of like, a, I don't know, I was just trying to do something different than what I normally do um, uh, with my rhythm and my cadence. And uh, hold on, my daughter's making cheeseburgers here. Are you, that looks delicious. Okay, put the tomato. You got it? Mm-hmm. You got it. Yeah, oh, perfect. Don't forget your pickles. Ah. Oh, here, set it here. There it is. Okay, put that right there. And the bun. Perfect. All right, take the plate. Ooh. It's okay. You got it? I'll give it to my baby. Okay. Give it to your baby. I love you. Love you. All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I wanted to do something different with the cadence and, and the rhythm, like um, kind of hip-hop-y in a way. This is the, this is the only song on the record that has like a, like a reggae groove. Um, the rest of them are like kind of straightforward and more punk rock and some ska and things like that. Um, this one is the only song that has any sort of a reggae tinge to it. Um, and uh, so I wanted to kind of get different with it. So power to the ones that be breaking through, wishing only good things in front of you. We got different styles. We got different crews. Go out and crush. Like um, there's, I'm sort of addressing, uh, I have a lot of friends, bands that have gotten like famous or like are on the radio and they're doing really amazing things. Um, and I would be lying to say that I wasn't jealous or envious. You know what I mean? Like, not in a hateful way. It's, it's, and that's what I'm saying here. Power to the ones that are breaking through, like, wishing only good things in front of you. Like, when I see bands like Iration and Dirty Heads and The Interrupters, um, and years ago, a band called Hailstorm, um, I, we, we played with them a couple times way back in the day in Philly, like, Oh three or oh four or something like that. 
Um, this is way before they got huge. But like, I see these bands they, and they just they take off, and I'm like, it's fucking awesome. I think it's so great, you know. And uh, but it, you know, there's a little part of me that's like, fuck, man, why not me? Why not us? You know, like, how come how come we can't? There, what are we not doing right that we're not, you know, getting on the the radio and exploding and, you know. Kimmel and you know Fallon and things like that, um, but uh, that that that's what I'm saying here is that it's it's a positive look on that. Like, yes, man, that's fucking so sick. Go out there and do it. I'm really happy for you. You know, um, we got different styles. We got different crews. Like, you know, everybody has something different going on and and something to offer. And and I'm just stoked on watching these bands. You know. Um, Haters going to do what they love to do, saying anything just to get to you, pushing only good vibes that tell the truth, uh, never let nothing phase me. So like sort of talking to myself and others uh, and sort of going back to what I was just saying a couple minutes ago about there's going to be people around you that when you're trying to do something that's different and sort of uh, dreamy... um, they're going to fucking hate, you know, because, because they're not, they may want to do something, but they don't because they're either scared or they're just very cynical and they're like, that's never going to fucking happen. Right. And they hate themselves. Like this is that type of miserable person that the hater, you know, the troll, we see it all the time. Um, you're going to have that. You're going to have people trying to shit on you from afar or these, these fucking keyboard warriors, you know, keyboard trolls um, on Facebook and YouTube and uh, Instagram. It's like, you know, but fuck them. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. Who are they? Who, even if it's people close to you, cut them loose, you know? Like, this is, this is my thing. This is my thing. This isn't your thing. I'm doing something, Right? So you're going to have that, and you just have to learn to deal with it. you got to get thick skin and learn to shrug it off. And the best part is not engaging, not, like not letting them see that you're upset. Like that's what they love. That's what they want, you know. You just keep moving forward. And if, if you do address it, be as positive as you can, you know. Just say something they're, gonna, they're not expecting, you know. Whatever, dude, you know, whatever you that, – that's cool, man. You just sit over there, you know. Sit down, boy. You know, that kind of shit. Um, so, uh, pushing only good vibes to tell the truth. Like, I, I just, I'm trying to be positive. I, like I said, I'm not 100% positive all the time. I'm not a super happy guy all the time. That's not me. Like, I have a more positive outlook, I think. More of a positive outlook than a negative outlook. Um, but I think it's fake to be happy all the fucking time. I can't see it. I don't, I don't, I feel like it's a mask, you know? And maybe... I don't know. Maybe maybe there are people that are super happy all the time. I don't know. I think it's weird. I think you need to be sad sometimes. You got to appreciate what you have and um, appreciate the good things, right? <clears throat> Who am I to judge? I, I have no, I have no fucking clue. Uh, never let nothing phase me. Just just water off the back. Is that what they say? Is that the th- saying? Um, <laughs> uh, no skin off my nose. Right? Um, Just keep moving, man. 
Uh, second verse. Uh, the passion of creation is the only reason I haven't quit. It's about love, maybe. Um, I love doing this. I love making things. And, uh, and I know you've heard, you've heard me say this a bunch of times, but um, that's what I'm saying here is th it gets so hard sometimes that I've, I have wanted to quit in the past, more in the recent years of just like, you know what, fuck all this. Like, why am I doing this? I don't see my kids. I don't see my fiance. Like, they have to deal with that. You know, my kids didn't ask for this. You know, why don't I just go home? Why don't I just fucking just cut it all off and go home? And uh, there's just this little part of me that's like, nah, man, you love this too much. This is your thing. This is what you do. You know, and I've come this far after all these years, I've come this far and I, I couldn't just let it go that way, you know? Um, I don't think, I think no matter what I would do, it would be something in the creative field. So Daniel's just kind of stuck with me. <laughs> I'm not going to be a fucking doctor or get a, a lawyer or anything like that. I'm not going to go work at Best Buy. Um, it's going to be something in this vein, you know, in this realm. But anyway, um, so, yeah, it's about love. It's, it's, it's just for the love of what I do, the passion of it. Um, caught myself in a stranglehold, never get out because I'm out of control, not good enough. You just start beating down on myself, like when things just start getting crazy and weird and, and sometimes things get out of hand. And it, like I like to have, I think my biggest problem is I like to micromanage. I, I'm, I have to make sure everything's done the right way and the right way is my way. Right. Um, and being in a band, you know, it's like a democracy. So that doesn't really work. I think there has to be some guy or girl in the band, in the organization that has a roadmap for sure. And the others don't have to have as much responsibility in that way. But um, you have to be open to what everyone else is saying uh, in this little democracy. Doesn't matter what people on the outside are saying. It, it matters what people on the inside, the, the people that you're working with, um, because you're in it together. Like those people on the outside, they're not out there on the road, you know, sleeping at truck stops and, um, you know, getting no rest and, you know, having to go out there and, and do that shit every day. You know, it's, it's a lot to, to drive 10 hours, play a show especially out west. When you get out west, it's like the drives are a lot further. Um, finish the show, get back in the van, drive another fucking eight hours and, you know, overnight and get there and put on the show again and then talk to the people. And It's a lot, man. And those people aren't involved. This is our band. You know, this is our thing. And this could go for anybody, anybody out there that's working on something. It doesn't have to be a band. Maybe you're like trying to open a store or, you know, you're, Something, something like that. Um, uh, <clears throat> and then uh, it's like sitting on top of the car all night trying to make the stars align, call it a bust. It's like, again, back to this feeling. It's like, why am I doing this? This is ridiculous. You know, like the chances of, of like anything huge happening um, are slim to none. You know, luckily really i don't have the same 
views as I did when I was 14. I wanted to be on SNL and all the big late night shows and winning VMAs and shit, right? Um, but I'm a little more realistic about it now. I just want to make a, a decent living. I don't need to be fucking stupid rich, you know? I just want to make a decent living and sort of justify why I'm gone all the time. I want to be gone less. I want to, like, I want the band to make enough money to where we don't have to tour, you know, 200 shows a, a year. Like, you know, if you do the math, it's not a whole lot of days. It's more than, more than half a year. And like, um, I don't know, it, it's just a lot. And, and I'd rather be making a decent living, be able to comfortably make music or art or whatever it is, and then feed the family and hang out with the family and just be around. You know, I just, I just want, I'm, I want to get to a point where our band is, is in that situation, you know? Uh, <clears throat> uh, there's something about resilience that makes a man look dangerous and I will not be defeated. Um, I love that line. That's the last line of the, of the verse, the second verse. And it just really brings it home for me. Um, someone that will not stay down, someone that keeps getting up after getting knocked the fuck out. When you keep standing up and brushing the dirt off your shoulders and putting your head back down and just, just moving forward, that kind of shit is scary to other people. And it, it, just, it just shows that nothing can take you down. You're willing to, to go through it all to, to live the life you want to live. And it's, it's just, I don't know what else, what else to say about that. Just the, the perseverance, the, um, the, I don't know, the, the, the force, the force inside you, right? The force is strong in this fucking guy and <clears throat> I will not be defeated um you know <laughs> the the bridge on this uh uh we can take it all the way back to 95 mixing punk rock with the rubber dub vibes uh cuz we don't we don't turn it down we just amplify mind over matter till it's all mine uh and that part what you'll hear is like, <clears throat> I went really Nick Hexum on it. I went like straight 311 on that part, just like wrapping it out. It sounds cool. I think it sounds cool. Um, but, <clears throat> but yeah, just, just, just kind of more pounding it in there with the hammer, just all the way back to 95 when this band started, um, mixing punk rock with rubber dub vibe, like just mixing punk and reggae and ska. Um, we don't turn it down. We just amplify. We just go louder. We just want to be louder and in your face. Mind over matter till it's all mine. Keep moving forward. Do not stop. Do not let anyone stop you from what you're doing. It does not matter what they think. It does not matter what they say. It doesn't matter what keeps happening to you. You keep your fucking head up. And you keep your eyes on the prize. And you fucking go get it. Get what you want. Wow, man. And with that, we are done. We're done. Track by track, 
detonate series over. Wow, that's wild, man. It's been a it's been a fun six weeks talking about this album. We had a lot of fun making the record. Um, we we recorded this album in eight days. Like we got well, the music was done in eight days, right? And it's just, I guess what I'm trying to say is like we there was no bullshit. Everything is straightforward. We didn't have a producer. We produced it ourselves. We had an engineer that we trust and does a great job. And we just knew that we were going to crank out something fucking rad. And everyone is really excited for you to hear it. Um, I'm going to actually try to get the guys together, um, hopefully this weekend, and we're going to talk about the album as a whole and just get everybody's uh, thoughts on it. And um, we'll throw that up as well. So hopefully that works out. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what those guys have to say. And I want, I want you all to hear what they have to say about it. Um, a lot of things. There's probably a lot of things that I didn't point out that, that maybe they, they would like to. Um, so please, if you haven't gotten in your pre-order or your pre-save, do that right now. Shit's coming out tonight at midnight. Um, we, I don't know, we're... we're we are grateful to even have you listening and, and supporting our band. Uh, you know, it's it's been a it's been a crazy twenty three years now since this band started, and this is our seventh album. I don't know, just just really grateful. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what else to say, man. Um, <clears throat> thank you all for listening, and uh, I guess episode thirty two is going to return to our regularly scheduled program with interviews and more bullshit from me. All right. Uh, talk to you soon. Tailswing. Tailswing.